This is the year where I've got the balance right to the best level and I've maintained a six pack for the last couple of years but in a very healthy way. But what the big shift was for me was I had a goal that I wanted to live to 150. So now when I look at a decision, whether it's food, training, exercise, I go, will this help me move closer to the goal of living to 150 or will it take me further away? Today, I want to share my physical body journey with you. I feel there's some lessons and takeaways in this story, and I will put a photo up if you're watching the video version so you can see what my physical body looks like at the moment. And there's a whole variety of parts that are interwoven into building a personal brand into this because how you look or perceive that you look isn't going to influence how self-conscious you are and your willingness and desire to show up. What I think is more important and what I've learned is more important is feeling healthy and the zen and the calmness and not being strength and anxious. And I'll share the imbalance that I've had throughout my physical body transformation where even though physically I might have looked really healthy and fit, I was not mentally or internally. When you show up online and someone hasn't seen you before, they really only have your physical body to make that instant first impression and projection about you. So it plays a key role. And when my son Bailey was born, I'm six foot tall. I was 80 kilos. I was in very good physical condition. That was quite a healthy weight for my height, training for fun runs. And in the space of four months, I'd put on 10 kilos of fat. I was up to 90 kilos. We got handed some news and a diagnosis that created a lot of uncertainty around elements of Bailey's future which put me into fear and scarcity. A lot of the way I dealt with that was either drinking calories or eating calories, cookies, lollies, whatever I could get my hands on. Plus, so in the sleep deprivation, you look for instant energy hits. And that was the first time I'd really ballooned out in a short period of time. And I'd always been told I had really good genetics and that's why I was lean. And But the reality was I'd always been very active and not overeaten the majority of my life. So I'd been fit. When I was 21, I had abs, a six-pack, all those things, and had been in reasonable shape up until that point. Anyway, so I got to the end of December and I decided to lose the fat. And here's where it got a little bit unhealthy. So my brain can go all in and click into we're losing fat mode and it becomes obsessed with that outcome. And I'd put myself into an extreme calorie deficit. So 1500 calories a day plus doing cardio. Now the fat flies off when you're doing that. And in less than two months, I'd actually got back to the 80 kilos again, but it was absolute torture. I was starving all the time and all I would think about is food and eating. So it's essentially an eating disorder. So that was very unhealthy, very short-sighted thinking, but the obsession was to get back to that 80 kilos in weight. And this pattern continued for a couple of years. I would put some weight on and then ferociously lose it again with extreme calorie deficits and training. So it was very unhealthy and mentally exhausting and not good for me, which is where I think the message of long-term thinking and that bigger picture is really important. And it wasn't until 2019 where I started to build healthier habits and that was really around training. So rather than yo-yoing with my running and exercise, I started to train daily and that meant that I was doing the cardio so I was less likely to overconsume it calories because I was burning a lot more off and that started to put my weight in check and there's a little bit of side motivation behind that. My friend was having a wedding in Ireland and I wanted to look good heading into that wedding and all the photos that were going to get taken. 
So that habit got dialed in and that started to serve the maintenance of a healthy level of fitness. I still have the drinking at this point in time and definitely abusing caffeine in a big way. And I would tend to have periods on the weekend where I'd binge eat a lot of crap but generally stay healthy throughout the week. And fast forward two years later, I finally decided to remove alcohol. And there are a lot of calories in alcohol as well. You'd be amazed at what that can do for your physical body transformation by either reducing your intake or getting rid of that. Once I did got rid of the alcohol, I also noticed my cravings for certain foods because I would drink, I'd want carbohydrates, salty, savory type snacks were my go-to. So I'd drink a fair few calories in a bottle of wine. Then I'd want to eat one or two bags of chips and go down that route. So I eliminated all that excess calories. So then I started to maintain this really healthy level of weight. And I started to have some goals with running and training and I probably got too lean. So I wanted to run fast and I started to get faster and faster running sub 20 minute five kilometers, which was a big goal that I had. And I got down to about 72 kilos. So I looked what I would say too skinny and way too lean for for my liking. That was when I was like, okay, I need to start balancing out the way that I approach my physical body and health. I need to do more strength training. I need to get less obsessed with this intense short-term goals and go back to, again, that bigger picture thinking. And this year, 2023, has been the breakthrough year. This is the year where I've got the balance right, in my opinion, to the best level. And I've maintained a six-pack. I'm 37 years old now for the last couple of years, but in a very healthy way. I've enjoyed the exercise. I've been running and not been obsessed with how fast my kilometer splits are. I've incorporated strength training multiple times a week and I'm also eating the right amount of calories. So not under eating and and starving myself to get leaner and doing a lot less binge eating. There've been a few episodes of that for birthdays and, and so forth, which is okay. I've made peace with that. But what the big shift was for me was I had a goal that I wanted to live to 150. And there was a lot of motivation behind that. One, being around for my son. Two, taking a lot of time pressure off outcomes, which was causing me stress and anxiety. So now when I look at a decision, whether it's food, training, exercise, I go, will this help me move closer to the goal of living to 150? Or will it take me further away. And that's what I use to make certain decisions with consumption, eating, training, and and what I do, stress, pressure, all those sorts of things. And of course, it doesn't work every time, but it's just a really good lens to look at having that much bigger picture. And it took a lot of pressure off areas like business and money because you go, well, if you live that long and you're compounding, you've got this time and space to create and accumulate a lot. Now, I know in reality that living to 150 is, is a big goal and it may or may not be unrealistic. Let's see how technology evolves. Something could also happen. I'm not naive enough to think I'm immune and that I could step out in front of the car when I'm running and get hit. Something crazy like that could happen. But that shift in goal and pushing out the horizon completely transformed how I look at most of the decisions that influence my physical body. And the invitation, if you want to have a certain physical body that you feel will help you sharp powerfully as a personal brand is look at that longer term horizon. Maybe set a goal for how you want to look and feel later in life and how long that could look like. And then you can have that frame for when you make decisions. Okay, is this eating choice? Is this exercise choice or lack of exercise choice going to help me achieve that goal or take me further away? And I know that the more you feel confident in your physical body without going to the extremes that I was doing, which is torturing yourself, which is not sustainable and just being healthy, zen, calm, nourishing your body with good food, 
doing the exercise, feeling fit is unbelievable. And I've mixed it up with running, swimming, and, and riding this year, and just having that all-round fitness plus working out every muscle group in my body, you feel a level of invincibility, which does give you more energy to show up and the confidence with, with how you look and feel in different situations going through the roof. So start thinking about that physical side for you if you're getting very serious about building your personal brand and understand that people will judge when they look at that. But ultimately, if you can get to a place where you feel the best you can possibly feel and you keep building on that, I feel like you're going to show up as the best version of yourself very confidently and that's going to massively boost the impact and what you contribute and provide to the greater community. So there's food for thought and sharing some of my grapplings with the physical body, some very unhealthy times through to finding this place where I'm really happy in my body now and stoked with the the way that it looks. And there were periods where I wanted to look bigger and more muscular and periods where I wanted to look leaner. And then I let go of all that and focused on how I want to feel. And the physical side came second. And then the physical side started to morph into how I actually wanted it to look. Your action item today is to think about that vision that you have for your physical body and some of the things that you can start doing on a daily basis that might move you closer to that vision and start creating some micro habits around that. And if you can do a massive favor and leave a five-star review, it'll help more people find the show.